where season fire can with the fire in California and all across the nation because that's why so many police and firemen were killed at 9 11 because they couldn't communicate with each other to tell each other to get out of the building when they were going to go out. They had over 100, I think, was 30 firemen got killed, and I think there was like 35 to 40 police that got killed. 300 firemen. Okay. I, I, I will, yes, I believe you're correct. Um, so you met you met more because it is so egregious and so horrible. Uh, you know, I, it just still makes me so sad and so sick to my soul. You were set up. You were totally set up. Yeah. And I think the people who are responsible should be drawn and ordered. Yep. Well, anyway, that's what a fusion center does. And those parts are part of it. And if you think about what the parts actually do, now the regular local police everywhere have to stand down as far as target is concerned. At least that's been my experience. Now, they've taken over the jurisdiction and targets from the regular police. We are not under their jurisdiction. So, my question was, who is, who is not under the jurisdiction of the police? Who, who is not? Targets. Oh. Uh, no, they seem to arrest a lot of them. If they... If you call the police and you're a target and you complain about being a target, they will either they will either put you in the hospital or they will back down. She said it's so hard growing up. That's been my experience. Well, that's been my experience too. But some police do know what's going on. They do know what's going on, but they still are told to. This is not your jurisdiction. This is the perp's jurisdiction. No, uh, that's not true, I can tell you. It's not true in all cases. We're so out of the fusion center. It's very difficult uh, because of stalking laws. I mean, like I said, in Arizona, you can stalk somebody all day long. It's legal until you say something to them or until you, uh, you know, are get caught trying to hurt a target. Um, but uh, I, I would have to disagree that they all stand down. Yes, so you think that if you call the police officer, you would come to your... Like I said, I have a very... And protect you from the... Protect you from the perps. I am being protected right now. And so you can believe me or not, that's up to you. But in my case, that's what's going on. So the police are protecting you from the perps? Yes. Is this because of a complaint or a personal affiliation? Um, it's, you know, I, I can only tell you what I know, which is not a lot. But in my case, it was, I've been a target for a very long time. And 
the FBI, in my opinion, has known for a very long time. And so it was found out very early. I'm not going to say by whom, but it was found out very early. And um,
I know. Um, I have never had any directed energy weapons. Whether I'm getting any, I, I don't know, but I doubt it. So I've always been, and I can tell you. I know. I know. That's how I, I feel the same. I mean, here I have great protection, and yet I have other players that have so destroyed my life. I, it, it, it can really cause you not to care. I, it, it's, you know, I might as well be GameStop. Um, you, you know, it, 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 it's so destructive. I, I mean, in one particular person, um, it's so destructive, so obsessed, and people do not recognize that he's a covert narcissist. It looks like just the opposite. He's very persuasive. He's very intelligent. Um, and so what I get constantly still is like um, he'll call every person that I meet or talk to, especially more if it's a place I go to more than once, and he'll tell them a pack of lies, and they think it's the truth, and so they'll all harass me. They'll call me lazy or say that I stink or our coverts my dad was one I've attracted the exact same type of person 
Um, and people just do not believe me. And I consider myself more honest than 90% of the population. That has no bearing on anything. People don't believe me um, because they're such good liars, simple actors. They pretend like they care. They care. And nothing, nothing could be further from the truth. Nothing. You got that right. But then let me tell you something. I don't know whether or not you've seen it, Linda, or anybody else seen it. Have you ever seen the training manual, basically, for stalkers? There's an actual manual. There's two, one from the federal government side, and there's another one for private uh, 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 intelligence agencies that popped up around the country. But I ended up getting two copies of friend of mine, the last ones I have, in Washington, D.C. But the training manual is basically the one for the federal government side covers everything that she just said. <laughs> and the one for the uh, private independent intelligence community, the security agencies and private investigator services that offers those type of services, whereas they will investigate or look at your spouse but then also they have government contracts basically where they will go terrorize a company or an individual. And uh, what she just described is exactly what they do. They turn around and do a profile. So we always hear the racial profiling and blacks go out there and complain about being racially profiled. Mexicans talk about it. But let me tell you, I have seen and met people that were that were white, black, green, orange, yellow, and they came up with that story, and you can't fathom or believe it until it happens to you. So when I went through that manual, and I said, well, now I know what they're doing, and what she just describes is what they're doing. But also, Linda, if you don't have that, I'll send it to you. I think I have your email, and I'll send it to you. Well, that would but, be cool. Uh, I, would like to, I would like to see that. That's yeah, that's that, that should go out to all the TIs. Yes. And then specifically the which she's talking about and what's happening to you is like I'm one of those idiots. What they if you do something to me basically, I'll accept it. But if you do something to a child or an older adult, I'm after you, even if they don't belong to me. You know, I, I'm coming to you. So when they targeted my son and burnt my son, ah. uh, all hell broke loose. But um, they came after me in full force. It was not only the government, but it was these private agencies. Instead of me running and hiding in the house, hell, they were following me. I, I'll turn around and you know go someplace. I'll tell them, hey, well, I'm going here after this. Are you going? And I'll take a picture of them, picture of their license plate. They started thinking I was crazy. Then when I met you guys and started getting information as far as TIs, there was a flyer, basically, that the store. I, you know, I printed out 50 of them in Canada. I knew I was being followed. They, they, I take five of them in the store, and basically, I got to turn, I'll turn back around and give them a flyer. And these, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they turned around. But see, you don't confront them. You turn around and just acknowledge, hey, have you seen this? And give it to them. Yeah. You know, and, 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 you know, that's great. Yeah, it is, it is. It, and for the son of bitches that were doing the street theater, basically, it was the same thing. But for the ones that followed me in the car, 
after I went someplace, I said, hey, after I do you know where this place is? <laughs> I asked him if they're in their car. Do you know where this place is? Well, I'm going there in case you want to save some gas. <laughs> but uh, it's little things like that. It's getting back at them. But then when it's right now, when you come into some of these forums, basically, you have to be protected. Reason being is that our government is a bunch of slick son of a bitches. Now, they know that they watch these programs and whether you've been RFID and they're tracking you that way, whether or not basically they're using energy weapons. They know about these forums that we come in. So Linda is saying the same thing I always said. The government will come in here and just sit in here looking at our phone numbers, looking at our email addresses. All right, we got a TI in that area. We know it's taking effect. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, so, get information here. Yes. Yeah, and so we're giving the government information where they're looking at our IDs, they're looking at our phone numbers, and saying, okay, these are, this is the program that we put them in. We got them stocking here. We got them RFID chip or we're doing EMF or whatever. And this is what they're saying in these online conference calls that's happening to them. Now, going back to what some of the other ladies said, I don't care. Well, that's me. I don't care. Go, come on, bring it, because basically I'm going to document it because sooner or later it's going to be right back at you in your face. Uh, but for you ladies, I, and for the one, you ladies with children and father children, you know, I mean, uh, my heart goes out to you because I know how you feel. I had to bite my anger and bite my tongue many times uh, to keep things in proper perspective because that makes you want to kill someone. I mean, straight up. And uh, you, you want to see it. And, and, and this, this bank and Neil site was part of the things that I had to put things in proper perspective for me because I'm not a violent person for number one, but I will be, can be, and if you hurt a child, hurt an older person that can't fend for themselves, or fuck with a woman, you know what, I'm on your ass. I'm on your ass. I'll lose money for something, but if you do it to me, basically, I'll probably wipe it off and say, all right, I'm still breathing. Bye. <laughs> Let me say, I, I didn't mean that we should talk about anything. I just think in too much detail, like exactly who we're talking to or exactly who's protecting us. That's the kind of stuff we may not want. Is that personal stuff? You know, how we're, the fact that we're getting hit, yeah, that, that comes out. Yeah, I probably should. But, but not exactly. We don't want them to know that. We don't want them to have too much information, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So you hit it, Linda, and that's something that, that's something basically that we should, you know, iterate to, you know, to new people that's coming on board that's been targeted. But then for some of us like me, basically, I, you know, I mean, I come on, hey, they hit me and knocked me down for today and sent me to the hospital last month, which that's what happened. Mm -hmm. And uh, I let them know, but the, the problem with who did it and how it was done. And they and I, I expressed it, and then wrote, and instead of going to the police department, because once again, I'm on the list where if I call the police department, the next step for them is to put me in 72-hour hold 
and, uh, and and what they wanted to get from me was evidence that I already had. They already been in my house. They already stole it. They already stole it. So, then they come back and say, how in the fuck does this motherfucker still have the data? <laughs> I mean, Uh, but uh, they're all possible. 
electricity, you know, like it, it was thrown at you and, and it suddenly he laid the matter on you with his finger. You know, does anyone have anything like that Um, that's in response to what you asked. I, you know, I don't get the immediate response like you do. Um, I, but I know that when I'm on a roll, getting things done, and you know, working hard at whatever project I'm working on, in order to just hopefully help set this stuff down, I know that targeting is dramatic. Really, really dramatically. Not, not immediately, but I know it's slow. The reaction of them is slower, I think. But yeah. yeah. They they react. Oh, 
And they have to be divided. to he was ill for a moment but whatever happened to mike mason mike mason and his uh radio show well mike he had a, a, a podcast he didn't have a radio show he had a podcast and mike's okay he's he's dealing with some with some issues and um he'll be back and active but he's just taking care of some stuff his dad's he's having oh. to take care of his dad and he's got his own medical issues he, but he's he's gonna be okay we talk a lot. He's going to be okay. 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 I, I thought yeah. the government got to him, too. No. They didn't take him out. No. And they never turn him. So, no. He'll be back. He's just taking care of a lot of stuff. You know? I agree with Lori. Another thing we can do for ourselves is ground. That that drains the the additional energy that they put into us and burn us with and hurt us with. Go out there in their bare feet and 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 walk around barefoot, or as as what was it? Dwight Magnum said, "Hang on to a hang on to a metal pole that's in the ground, and that will ground you faster. It will just drain that extra electrical energy right out of you." And I I I ground a lot, and I think it's true. It helps. You know, I came home today. Uh, I, well, I went out uh, for several hours the other day, and I came home. I have a safe that I bought, and it's only a, a cheap safe, and um, it has a funny lock on it. I think it's the same type of a lock that they had to modify on the bike locks because people could get into them easy. And I just never changed it. And I think they came in here the other day and uh, opened it. I've had some really weird stuff to lately. I need to interrupt here for a second. Um, sorry about that. I've had some um, some issues here and the, the guest is uh um will be here in about he said about 30 minutes um he i was uh he was here at seven and uh right at that time i was put to sleep and i just woke up oh. 
And so um, I contacted him, and um, it was, this was had to have been contrived because I was, yeah, you know, ready to go. Yeah. So um, so I just woke up at seven thirty, and then um, I did uh, was able to, able to reach him, but he's diabetic and he has to eat something. So um, he says, give him about thirty minutes, and he'll come back. Okay. Okay. This is really important. So um. Shame on you, Derek, falling asleep on your gifts. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, they do. Nobody yeah. blames you, Derek. Nobody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we both, they do it to all of us, you know? All of a sudden, we're out. Um, and and yeah, in the meantime, yeah. how are your bunnies? In the meantime, how are the birds and the bunnies? Well, the birds are fine. They uh, they gather promptly at 7 or 7.30 in the morning and wait for me to bring out my breadcrumbs and um yeah the birds are the birds are on those breadcrumbs i tell you and those bird seeds um yeah they wait for that the bunnies though have been crowded out for the most part uh they they don't compete with the birds um so um except at night now the bunnies come out at night time and uh maybe late in the evening i might see them but uh, they uh, they don't compete with the all the, the, the pigeons and quails and. Derek, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you a story about a bird. I got. I'm sorry. I gotta interrupt. I gotta tell you this, or I'm gonna bust. We have uh, flocks of crows, and they 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 gather this time of year uh, around these big house the trees around where my where I'm living now and they call like crazy I mean they have this orchestra of calls and what happened was one of my neighbors has a frequency and she played the frequency and it drove all the crows away really I mean, doesn't anybody think that's astounding? I think that's astounding. I live in it's a housing sad. authority. Okay, so um, I mean, maybe we could show, you know, get a frequency like that, and hey, that would work. That would be nice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that for airport. Then. All right, when birds land on the fields and stuff, they have a frequency they can aim it out there, and the birds will take off. They're pretty soon they won't even land there anymore. She's talking about a perp whistle. We need a perp whistle to drive away the perp. <laughs> but I could, but I could hear this frequency. It was kind of like a a low moan. It was a really funny sound I'd never heard before. But it was like uh, it was a very. Uh, yeah, only the parks like yeah, can hear this whistle. That is hysterical. Derek, Derek, that's hysterical. That is hysterical. <laughs> we should just make one just for fun and just an access That's It's like a dog whistle that only dogs can hear, right? Yeah, perps can only hear it. Yeah. I like it, Derek. Well, they have one for us. Well, well, we yeah, could, well, we could use the audio.
the spotlight that Frank still has it. And put a message in that for the first. Only Frank has the, uh, has the uh, audio spotlight. Yes. Yeah, I know. He stole it, and he won't let anybody use it either. Yeah. Well. Well, we should get one and aim it at Frank. <laughs> what's your, what's an, what is an audio spotlight? We stole that audio spotlight. We stole that audio spotlight. I'm glad Jerry, I, I told Jerry. you. I told you what I was going to do with the audio spotlight, right? This is your conscience speaking. <laughs> I, I bought a van. I'm not sure that was. I'm not sure. Never mind. <laughs> I bought a van, and I was going to put the audio spotlight in, and I was going to go around to all the targets, and I was going to say, "Okay, let's go to court." And and we'll show the judge and the attorneys how V2K works using the audio spotlight and then kind of say, well, this this is reality. You know, you can't right. deny us V2K. Right. And Frank wouldn't let me have the audio spotlight. And oh. I had to give up my van because it was not uh, a good deal. I t returned it. Derek, what that's what, what I was going to do. And what is Frank just the, uh, messed up the whole thing. What is he doing with the audio spotlight? Nothing. What? Uh, it, it's in the process of being picked up by somebody else. At least somebody's going to try to do that. Mm -hmm. Somebody's yeah, going to go to his house and ask him for it. Sorry, Luda, go ahead. How, who's going to do that? Derek? Uh, there's a I, I live uh, six miles from Mike. And we want to get the spotlight back to take it. We have 10 colleges and universities in this area. We want to go to the student commons and student unions and demonstrate it. But getting it back from Frank is like pulling teeth. And he even has a person to go to his house and pick it up and bring it back to Mike. And remember, Mike raised the majority of $6,000 to pay for that. He should be in charge of how that is used and make sure he bought it and worked so hard so that it could be used by the entire community, not just stuck yeah. in one person's house. It's it supposed to be available to everybody. It was $2,000. Mm -hmm. No, it was more than $2,000. It was 2000 I was the one who told Mike how to start a PayPal and how I was a push behind for keeping it going. Mike and the idea, and the idea originally was mine. And uh, uh, anyway, there, it, what's doing now is nothing, absolutely zero. Right. That's we want to get it back and use it at the universities. There's a lot of places here. We're in a big populated area. Western New York has millions of people, second largest city in the state, and we could be using it. It's not getting anything done with it, just sitting. That's why I wondered if Frank had sold it or done something with it. Well, we're going to find out really quick. I guarantee you that. Because somebody's going to be to his house looking for it. Uh, with the perp whistle. <laughs> But anyway, that's the status of that, and that's uh, why the whole community has no access. Oh my God, I did not know that. It's stuck. So anybody I've been that anybody trying can... to get that from Frank for a year. 
I've been yelling and screaming at him and anybody else who joined me to get that audio spotlight from him because that's what I wanted to do with it. I wanted to take it to some of these legislative yeah. meetings that I go to and I wanted to take it to court and Frank right. would not give it up. That's why it's, I think he anybody, the any way anybody can help. That would be tremendously appreciated for the whole community. Didn't, didn't Frank just get the um, get the uh, email that uh, that it was it could be picked up by this person who lives in the same right. state? Exactly. Uh, about what was that a few got days? Got that email in the middle of last week. Okay, yeah. So we should yes. know. I mean, if he doesn't respond, then we know we have to go break down his door, but um, to get it. But uh, hopefully he responds. He went. Remember, he went to Washington D.C. to the I rally know. in October. And he didn't even take it with him. Right. And he had it. Right. He should have. That's why I'm wondering if he sold it. If if something. Oh, we're gonna find out. If it's gone, we're gonna find out. Oh, I put a, I put a big chunk of money into that, and I. Oh. And that makes me. That makes me angry. You know. Yeah, me and me and Allison Ireland, we paid to have that shipped from Mike's house, and I thought at the time Mike was going to send it to me, because that's what I wanted to do with it. That was my plan. That was my idea was to buy it, and then he totally surprised me. He said, "No, I want you to send it to Frank Allen," uh, and I was like, "What?" And but I had already put the money, sent some money to Mike with Allison Island. We paid to have it shipped to Frank. So I'm very sorry I did that. I would never have done it again. I can't believe you guys go on his calls when he's doing something like that. Well, up to now, it's been the only Friday night call, but I'm going to be starting one on Friday night. So then we'll have two Friday nights to go to. Yay. Yay. Yeah. That'll be excellent, Linda. Thank you, Luda. I think so. I, I don't know, you know, I don't know what's going on on the on his call on Friday night, but it's kind of choppy, you know, when he goes off to his radio show and then back. And it's not that I'm criticizing him. I just, I feel that we can have a more cohesive call. And at least as, yeah. far, as, as, least as far as, you know, going after the Patriot Act issue, at least for now. I'm not saying it's going to be forever, but at least for now. This is a, a Hey, Linda, what, what's going to be the theme of your call? Patriot Act right now. It's going to be called a working call. We're going to be having projects. Linda? Can you hear me? Working call. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. Okay, um, it's going to be a, called. A, it's going to be a working call okay. project. It's not, not going to be where people come in and talk about what's going on with the targeting as much as just getting to work on projects that will hopefully put us Excellent. forward. You know. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Linda. Yeah. Could you please send me your email, and sure. I will send you. I will send you that. Uh, form I got from the ACLU and you maybe want to peruse it and sure and uh, you Thank know you, you may might want to um, include that in your call maybe, maybe. that I greatly appreciate it I'll send you my email on Facebook okay sure good Great. Thank you I appreciate that um, little Margaret our little Margaret wonderful woman um, she's 
watching videos and reading things and just doing all kinds of research, putting everything together for how she feels about the Patriot Act. And we talk about it together and figure out where we're going with it. It's We're going to have it ready to really uh, be able to address a lot of things by Friday. You know, we're going to be working on it all week and be able to present it on Friday. And then we all need to really get moving because it comes up. Although I think Senator Leahy thought that maybe it should, maybe until the, the FBI, CIA, and um, DHS lady, if, if they couldn't come up with some more concrete answers, maybe they should delay the vote. And I hope that happens because it was just, it was nonsense nonsense what we were hearing from the from those three the heads of these very important agencies they made no sense they didn't know they were just it was scary scary stupid in my opinion like just word salad just a lot of words you know so i don't know i think i think we're maybe giving too much power to these people and really think they know what they're doing and they don't really necessarily they're not that effective you know I think they've operated against us out of fear. They are not. I think we're giving them too much. I think we think they're brighter than they are, frankly. Government people that run this thing. I don't think they're that. I don't know. I don't know. You listen to these three people and think, oh, my God, these are running these agencies. Really? You know, scary. It's kind of scary, isn't it? It is. It is. You go <laughs> listen to these people and think they're in control of our security. And 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 yet they're the same people that are talking about, you know, how to go after us. I, I got to tell you, Linda, I've long thought that they were as dumb as mud. Well, you know, this is, well, most government agencies aren't real efficient. You know, they're, they're not got the brightest people in the world with them. When you listen to this theory, it's like, oh, my God, what are they even talking about? They don't know what they're talking about. They don't have answers. And they just, like, the DHS lady said, well, yeah, we don't have problems right now, but we might in the future. See, we want to be able to keep this thing open where we can, you know, read everybody's emails. And, you know, we want to keep that option open. Yeah, right. They just want to keep using it. You know, no no foreign problems now. <laughs> but... But those citizens got to be watched. You know, I'm crazy. telling you. Yeah. 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 Hey, Linda, it's Margaret. I just hey you. Hey there. Uh, I want just... to thank. You. I want to thank you for bringing this up. Yeah. I just I just read the most horrendous thing, and I want you all to hear this. Um, you know, Snowden is the person that turned this around and got a little bit of breathing room for the rest of us, mm-hmm. but not much. But in 2014, 11,000 sneak and peek warrants were issued. Do either of you know what a sneak and peek warrant is? Yeah. Uh, no. Well, I think it is. I think I do, but go ahead. A sneak and peek warrant is a warrant for the police to come on your premises without your knowledge right and search your home right yep okay just in case they've done it to me many times right and i believe that this eleven thousand that they're talking about Uh is just 
is just the tip of the iceberg for 2014 because my house was searched, it seemed like weekly, my house was searched weekly during that period. But Wait, I'm sorry, house, will you repeat that? Will you repeat that? I missed that. What, what's this about the search, Chrome? Just a moment. Out of 11,000 sneak and peek warrants, only 51 of them were related to terrorism. Jesus. But they came in 11,000 homes and searched around anyway, right? All right. If you do, if you do the statistical analysis of that one thing, you will find that the overreach of this act of the Patriot Slash Freedom Act is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in 10 years, in 10 years of enacting this act, there were 1,618 drug-related cases and only 50 terrorism Wow. And if, if you do the statistical analysis of that, it's even worse. Wow. So, Marilyn? No, that's Margaret. Oh, Margaret, I'm sorry. Uh, Margaret, do you know, uh, do they need warrants? And do you know who would be signing those warrants? Would it be the FISA court or... Or Nobody, they can pick up a warrant in the sheriff's office. In your district, in your in your home area. In your local authority area. Yes. I, I see. Okay. I think I, I think there must be some specifics on that because mostly it's the FISA courts, I think. That are required to give the warrants. I could be wrong, but I think well, no, that's you know that's foreign intelligence. But they yeah, well, they don't care. Abuse it, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It's not foreign intelligence. They changed it in two thousand and um, oh gosh, I can't remember the year. I think in two thousand and six. Remember the the Patriot Act was signed in um, the late two thousand one. Right. Two thousand six. They went back and it said anybody associated with terroristic groups and associated with Pakistan. You might yeah. didn't have to have much of a reason to target you. No. But I I've done a big summary today. She, she's my legal person I'm referring to. <laughs> yes. She can put it in terms that are, are related to this. But let me tell you, did you all know that there was a FISA court? Did yeah. you know that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what the whole IG report is about. No. This is a court. This is a C. 
the people that go to the FISA court are just handed a free pass to go do whatever they want to do. Yes. So, very uh, troubling. Listen well, to this. Info that travels across borders due to outsourcing or establishing servers in other countries fall under the jurisdiction of NSA. The eventual cost, this eventually caused the collapse of the Safe Harbor Agreement. Do y'all remember that agreement? I don't. In Europe, where we would protect the privacy of our citizens. But following Snowden's revelation, Safe Harbor fell to the wayside. So traveling between U.S. and EU would fall under the same strict privacy protection of safe harbor were it not from, for NSA violating the Safe Harbor Act. The stipulations by doing the bulk data collection, and that's all of your telephone calls that everybody you call on your phone or everyone that calls you and the people that call you can also be wiretapped without any kind of an order. And so the bulk data collection owned by foreign citizens was collected also. And that's the, the um, terrible violation of the NSA. Well, and basically what we're talking about here, um, Margaret, is that this is what his, we've all experienced this stuff, you know, and now we're, Every now we're finding, and now we're finding out why, why it's been allowed. They made it legal. They passed a law to be able to take away our rights. Right. But right. we have an opportunity. We have an opportunity to write our representative in the House of Representatives and the senators because each one of them are going to have an opportunity to vote on this. Yes, and also, you know what? I think we need to set up a website quickly so that we can have people contact the website and get a copy of what needs to, what they want to send and then send it from there. I'm just trying to figure out how we could do that. We need to figure that out, you know, by Friday. Who's our IT person? I have no idea. Well, I guess Richard Lighthouse, we can see if we can grab him, ask him to do it quickly. Because he's the only IT person I know. Or then we have Sudan. Hey, you, Samantha, are you still here? Is he still here? I don't know. But I'm he, here. All I'm right. Here. You have a lot of IT background, right? Yeah. Okay. Can you set up a website for us? No. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, no, just for the simple reason that I listen to what you're looking for. Looking for? 
looking for. Basically, that's going to take someone that's going to have considerable time to to okay. input and revise that. Yeah. Okay. 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 I think Richard can get us on uh, his his website. Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay. We can ask him if we can use him. Great. We can send people to his website. Okay. Just have our own department on his website, right? It's right, right. See if Good he idea. can do that. He might not want to. Oh, he will. Okay. But anyway. And I wanted to say good night and, and God bless you. And I hope we can all work together to make a change in our lives. Good night. Good night, Margaret. Um, you guys will have it set up into like a one page. This, this is we can quote Edward Snowden and then go on to just tell them. We'll, we'll make it a one page, an attention getter, something they will read, and because they all know what's going on, we can we can let them know we know what's going on too. But we just need to get them to, and basically tell them if they don't, if they vote no, or if they vote to continue, or you know that we won't vote for them again. You know, they need to help us to get our votes. That's what they're there for. <clears throat> you know, that's why we vote for them is to take care of, you know, to be there for us. So. That would be nice. Yeah. We're just looking at um, Rand Paul. Um, When the Patriot Act was due to be re-signed again. Right. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Is that filibuster? Yeah. What and it says May twenty first. What um, what did he reduce it to? He changed it to something. What was it called? Are you talking about the change from the Patriot Act to the Freedom Act? Right. Okay. I just wondered if that is what. If the date is correct to address it, if it is considered the Freedom Act now, or you it's know, the Freedom Act now. yeah, it's the Freedom Act, but it just it includes a lot of the Patriot Act. So people still, it's like most people are familiar with Section Two One Five of the Patriot Act, so we still refer to that. You know, um, I, I just hyphen or I just put Patriot slash Freedom Act. You know. It's pretty much one so of the same. What is the date of it to be renewed? Well, actually, December 15th. Go ahead. I was just going to say the Patriot Act had U.S. government agencies reviewing our information, and that supposedly is illegal. So the Freedom Act gave all the... The power over to Google, Facebook, and um, Amazon, whoever is setting up the database collection programs. So if it's private uh, companies doing that, it's not against the law. If it's the government, it is against the law. So they, they were just covering their bases. It's very sickening, actually. 
Well, whoever whoever's got the rights, the rights have to be shut down. Or that these these abilities, this invasion of our privacy, regardless of who they give it to, it has to be shut down. This is just not okay. They can't take away our freedoms to protect us. That's crazy. You know? so they've already done it. I'm afraid. Well, it's got to stop. By the way, uh, in China, somebody yeah. who's on the um, social credit score who doesn't have a good score and he jaywalks they have big electronic billboards and they'll put his face on the electronic billboard you know this is you kind of you kind of uh went out a little bit oh, okay. Well, okay in china with their social credit score oh. if somebody jaywalks in china that person's figure and face is put on huge electronic billboards all country he's in. So it's a way of, you know, in other words, dehumanizing their people. I mean, somebody jaywalks, uh, you're going to dishonor him. And, and what happens, you know, in the Asian cultures is honor is very important. So if, if a person is dishonored and he can't get a date or he cannot get on a train, you know, he, he'll just go home and commit suicide. Line, uh, two nights ago on, my, on TV, uh, I came on by luck that I had it on and it was all about China and uh, all the people uh, jaywalking. They would get the points, like you say, taken off. They get too many, their passport is, they, they won't be able to travel. And then they have to earn them back. And they're even going to put cameras out in the uh, rice fields. The whole, every bit of China is going to be done. Uh, wow. Maybe quite something. I, I hope someone else seems. Uh, in a newspaper. Aren't they having a lot of protests in China? No well, that's, wonder. That's Hong Kong. That's that is Hong Kong. Well, it's still China, isn't it? Well, no. Well, no. no. Hong Kong is not China. Oh, um, hey, guys. It looks like our, our guest has arrived. All right. Um, let's see. Matt, are you here? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, so... Um, we're going to switch gears and we're going to go ahead and start uh, with our guests. So hold on. Hold on, everyone. Q&A session has started. Okay. Uh, thanks for uh, for joining us. I do apologize, guys. Um, right as the, our guest was arriving at seven, uh, an hour, about an hour ago, it was when I was put to sleep. So uh, he didn't get to speak at that time. So um, uh, he's here now, and we're going to go ahead and start with our guests. So uh, hold on, please. And uh, thanks for your patience. The recording has started. Good evening, and welcome to our podcast. We are People Against Covert Torture and Surveillance, or PAX International. I'm your promising your host. It is Saturday, November the 9th, 2019. 
We are here on Mondays and Saturdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time to assist and support those who are targeted individuals. Views expressed during our podcast are those of our callers and not necessarily those of Pax International. Okay, tonight our guest is Matt Overton, and he's returning to be with us with news of the short-term care facility where he is vice president and which is now open to receiving TI clients. And basically those with stress or anxiety issues are prime candidates for this facility. And Matt says that even uh, he's he's even to uh, he's even able to get insurance for those that wish to join uh, with the facility with the plan he is offering. And so now at this time, uh, here to explain further about this program is Matt Overton. So uh, let me see if I can Matt, if you could star six on your telephone, I will uh, unmute your line. Let's see, Matt, if you could star six, let me see if I can find him. Okay, looks like uh, he's right there. Okay, can you hear me? Okay, there you are. Hi. I kind of lost you there for a second. Okay, that's that's great. Glad you could be with us. Uh, uh, Matt, if you could explain, uh, please, about this program for our listeners. That you know, each we were trying to go in before um, that we could see that down here um, near Santa Ana, uh, Huntington Beach area. But it's basically for anyone. Um, we're gonna have a house just for TIs, where TIs can go and really just you know have some kind of respite. Um, and also, um, um, there's gonna be you know um, people that are you know strength or trauma, PTSD. Um, we have like brain mapping. We're going to have basically like a supportive environment for TIs. So they can come out and, um, and, and seek help or rest or support, whatever they're, you know, they need. Uh, we have um, a mental health track and an addiction track, but we also, most importantly, you know, you know, if you're depressed, you know, any kind of thing that we can actually help with. Mostly, you know, the trauma and the PTSD. Um, or you just want to not be isolated. Um, that's, I know, a huge thing for us is the isolation. And the isolation causes, you know, so many other issues and so many other problems for us. So, um, now we do have a nonprofit for those who are interested they cannot afford the um, private insurance. There's a nonprofit where a man has donated uh, a big sum of money to cover people's um, 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 premiums uh, so they can actually be able to benefit from this. Uh, you just would have to file for a grant and then it goes for the board. It's a very short process. They approve it, don't approve it. And, uh, we go from there and then uh, if they approve it 
um, then, you know, we start the process with getting you the correct insurance so actually you can benefit from the program. Okay, excellent. All right, so um, if someone is interested in the program, Matt, um, what is the process? How do they, how do they sign up? They, they would need to contact me, um, 310-924-9095. I don't know if you can put that up on your website too. And um, we need to get you in before the 13th latest 14th if you want if people were wanting to urgently get in before december 1st if not you know we would we could then um get people in January. um but i think it's it's the first step i think in the right direction um uh, for one getting the medical establishment behind us and also um becoming more of a community and have an outlet for people to go um, that are trained professionals. Okay, so from, do you have to be diagnosed with PTSD or um, well, I mean, all, all of us suffer from something, you know, I mean, whether it be depression or anxiety, I mean, we're, we're put in a situation that, you know, your average person can't freaking, uh, you know, um, thrive in. So, um, you know, do you have to be diagnosed? Yeah, usually beforehand, but we can also handle that too, where we can do an intake and speak to a social worker or a therapist actually. Um, be able to assist, I think, in that process. I don't quote. All the very beginning phases, so um, that's the other one something that we're doing, and um, it's just starting out. And um, um, you know, we're gonna hopefully it will be a positive, um, a positive thing for everyone. You know. Okay, and you were saying you have about 15 to 20 uh, uh, slots open for TI? Yeah, we have 15 to 20 slots open. The, we have actually two homes that are beautiful homes that are actually on the ocean, um, high-end homes, um, and they're only going to be TI homes. No other, you're not going to be mixed in with anyone else. It's going to be a home that's actually just treating TI in the TI community. Okay, wow. Okay, so, um, and how how long would you say, Matt, that uh, people will be allowed to stay there? Um, that would be up to them, and that would be up to the insurance. But usually if um, a policy, and, and um, this is just from what I know from working in the field, usually you're gonna, um, be able to say um, anywhere from two months to six months, depending. It's up to you, though. You can say one week. You can say one day. You can say, you know, three weeks. It's just what the insurance is going to give us. And um, usually, though, if, if, it's a, if it's a new policy, um, they're, they're a lot, um, they give a lot more latitude. 
Now, if you, you know, go to different you know, you know, maybe just, you know, a month <laughs> or two weeks, you know, but in the beginning, there's, there's a longer um, term mm-hmm. with any policy. Okay. What sounds uh, interesting um, for those that, that might be homeless and that have become homeless because of this situation. Right. Also, I specialize in too. So, Say someone came in homeless. Um, first thing I'm going to do is get them on SSI or SSDI. I'm going to, you know, so that would be the first thing that I do. That's something I used to do when I was a paralegal. Um, and that was all I did for a while. So I know all the ins and outs, Salem veterans, and all the ins and outs, veteran administration. Definitely before you, you were to leave um, or within that two or three months in the beginning, you'll have your benefits. So you'll definitely have a place to go to. Um, we'll find you a place to live. We'll find you know you'll have income. You'll definitely be in a better situation than you were before you went. Okay, like well, I was just kind of uh, thinking of a number of individuals that might be able to um, make use of this program. Right. Uh, There's a lot of people that are that have been made homeless because of this. Right. This is um, this is the tr- kind of being like the safety net that we mm-hmm. can catch and we can help those people that are being made homeless, and then also find them jobs within the org- org- organization that actually where they can't get fired. You know, there's they you know they can get SSDI and you're still a lot of work. You can get SSDI. There's also the able savings account. Obama actually signed into law. So if you get, if you're on disability or SSI in Texas, you're allowed to save up to three hundred thousand dollars as long as it goes to your daily living expenses, like your medical. And then you're not taxed on it, and it's, you're, it doesn't count as income. You're still able to keep your benefits, uh, and that's called the able savings account, or um, that they have. The Obama signed into law. Oh, I see. So. We could, you know, get someone in, we can um, sit down with them and find out like what, you know, what's the best plan of action for them and how they're going to benefit from this program the most. Okay. All right. Well, it sounds like uh, an idea that that many TIs can make use of, especially with the idea of stress and anxiety, which, you know, most of us have had some sort of uh, either PTSD or, you know, stress-related uh, injuries or, or conditions or something that uh, could qualify for this program, I would say. Yes, definitely, definitely. Well, uh, what I'd like to do at this time, um, Matt, is go ahead and uh, bring our callers into this discussion. So, um, guys, if you have questions uh, or comments from Matt, uh, who is uh, um, bringing this program to our attention and making uh, making it available to our community, um, and especially if you know someone that is also in a position to where they could uh, make use of this program, if, and if you have questions, uh, feel free to start six on your telephone. Uh, as we begin our discussion. And it looks like we have uh, 
one caller that is there already. Hi, welcome to the call. Do you have a question or comment from Matt? Um, yes, I do. My name is George Fonseca. Um, I have been in TI for over six years. Myself uh, several years back. Um, I'm from California, Los Angeles, California. Um, I wanted to to ask, what qualifies you within the field of TIs? If you don't mind me asking. Uh, um, huh? Am I what? You quote your background. Uh, I, 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 you know, I've been a you know TI going back way back, so probably longer than most. Okay. Would you would you, for example, if the TI go in, you know, out to your facility and all and. Just happen to have a case um, for uh, electromagnetic harassment, you know. Would you work as a public uh, spokesperson for with the, for this case? I mean, what do you? I mean, you know, it, you know that's something that you know can be brought up. Um, you know, we are going to have other people that are credentialed um, that would do them you know, um, uh, more help in their case. You want people that are like licensed psychologists and therapists yeah. that actually could, you know, I'm not one. So, you know, um, but yeah, we, but it's that, if that's what they were looking for. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, wow. Um, now, in, in order to, to come into, do I have to, does it have to be a living facility? Or would you would you be able to treat people outside the facility? Uh, we do have an outpatient program. Beautiful. Uh, that and that can be discussed. Yeah. Just so much. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and follow up with Gary first. Uh, getting your information and all. But uh, again, my name is George Fonseca, and I am to a TI. Thank you so Hi, much. Very, very nice. Hi, George. I'm glad you heard about the call tonight. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. I've been listening for a couple okay. of uh, weeks now. Very grateful. I'm very grateful to have you in my life, brother. Okay. Okay. Thanks for the call, George. Yes, okay. question. Okay, guys, if you have questions for Matt about the um, the program that he's offering, uh, feel free to ask the star six on the telephone if you have questions. Okay, we have uh, Sectors Linda. Hi, Linda. Thank you, Derek. Um, Matt, you, you said something about brain mapping. I, I, yes, I didn't exactly. Did you tell me what that means? What you what that what that means to you, or what that? Um, it's been around for a little bit, um, mm -hmm. but it's gotten a little bit more advanced. Uh, if you want to go and like Google it, I just tried it the other day for the first time, and I just and it showed how my brain was working. Um, okay. And not only that, I mean, it is almost like kind of like um, an MRI of the brain, you know? So if people oh. think that there's like, it, it would pick up solid objects if you had that in there. Oh. Um, I didn't mention that to the gentleman at all. Yeah. You know, I didn't see anything. Um, but there is a stronger one that he said he could use. 
And I think also the reason why this is happening was because I'm a GI. And yeah. so um, uh, the lack of sleep, and he was able to peg me on all the issues that I was having. The lack of sleep, the anxiety. He says the way the brain is looking to him and acting, it's in a state of anxiety, he says. He goes, are you highly, extremely anxious? And never forgot. Extremely, I didn't do any question for him, nothing before him. Yeah. I'm extremely anxious. I was like, uh, he goes, do you have times where you just stare off in space? And just like, I was like, yeah, I have that quite a bit. Do you ever been diagnosed ADD? And I said, yeah. as a kid, I was, but I couldn't have handle the, um, the stimulant because I had a heart issue. Mm-hmm. And um, so, um, which later on, I didn't know uh, it was a genetic issue. I don't, you know, huh. maybe just a year or two ago. Yeah. But, um, so, I mean, he was able to peg almost everything. I mean, I, at first, I flipped out. And I called my friend. I'm like, man, you know, who knows about brain mapping? I'm like, tell me more about this because this, this is freaking me out. <laughs> this guy was able to peg probably nine, you know, characteristics of my of my personality. Wow. That usually uh, a psychiatrist would have to see me probably 20 times, you know. Let this be a whole lot less expensive, wasn't it? Wow. <laughs> it was just, to me, I was amazed by the technology. And then he was saying how he could stimulate the brain where it actually can and build new telepathways and neurotransmitters and all this stuff. And I just thought, wow, well, I'm going to give it a shot myself. So I'm going to be also going through the treatment of the brain mapping. And, and he's telling me that I should start seeing improvement after probably eight treatments. So yeah. that's just one of the things of, of many that we hmm. have, you know, here to offer. Yeah. Well, that, that sounds... all of us can benefit from. Yeah. That sounds terrific. Okay. Well, um, and can I bring my puppy if I come down? <laughs> Do you take dogs? Um, I'm just kidding. I, I believe, yeah, I believe we are pet friendly. Um, and especially <laughs> since it's going to be just a TI house, yeah. that, that's something to be worked out. Yeah. Okay. Where, you know, I, I thought it was very with others just because we're a very sensitive group. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what did I, I'm sorry. Eiffel says that I crushed something that, um, uh, <clears throat> that Matt just said. She didn't hear it. Excuse me? Uh, apparently, Eiffel in the chat said I had just crushed the last thing you said, so, and that apparently she didn't hear it. So, you want to say that again, whatever it was? I don't know. She apparently is on me again. And apparently, my audio is too loud. Am I bothering people's ears, you guys? I'm sorry. Sorry. Oh, well, I don't know. Uh, sounds fine to me. Sounds fine to you. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. Good. Thank you. Thank you for the questions. Well, thank you for the answers. Appreciate you. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, thank you for your uh, questions and comments. Hi, welcome to the call. Do you have a question or comment for Matt? Yes, um, this is Zoe. I was just calling to ask um, if Mr. Matt would, um, you know, give me some type of way that I could um, 
you know, possibly just get on the waiting list or, you know, um, because I, I desperately need this. I've been through a lot of geoengineering hurricanes and I'm, I'm desperate to try to get my, um, my stability mentally again. And the tinnitus is extreme. Okay. Do you have a pen on you? Yes, I certainly do. Okay. Um, write down my number. 310. Okay. Okay. Hold on one moment. Yes, please. I need this. Yes, please. Um, uh, what is the number? 310. Yes. 924. 934. Yes. No, 924. Thank you. 924. Yes. 9095. 9095. Thank you so, so much. I greatly appreciate that, Mr. Matt. Oh, no, no, you're welcome. Call me anytime. Um, And, you know, day or night. And he was off to the program. And, um, you know, I'll start immediately working on, um, you know, the process to, um, you know, getting you into the program. Okay. Thanks for your question. Looks like there's Dutch there. Hi, Dutch. Welcome to the call. Yeah. Hi. What about workers comp? Uh, they usually have an insurance company behind them, but uh, workers comp. Well, um, being in the program, that would be able to, uh, are you talking about like building a case for workers comp? I'm going to do that anyway. I think I already got that going, but, uh, you know, I, I need to uh, clear my brain out and, and need rest, too. So uh, right now, uh, this one doctor is working with workers' comp to have certain things take place, and they might uh, cover this. You know, do you take the workers' comp on your end? Um, that's a, a question for emissions. We can, I can you, uh, just take down my phone number. And yeah, I got then, it. Uh, okay, tomorrow I can have you an answer. Just call me. And, yeah, uh, and it, it's, yeah. there's an insurance company behind it called Corvell, the one for me. So okay. uh, it is an insurance company that would pay you, but it does deal with workers' comp. So, okay. Okay. 